Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace to Gather. Welcome back to episode nine of season five, Grace to Gather. Uh, like I said uh, last week, we've been very excited about this this uh, season. We really feel like the Lord has been downloading some uh, great stuff to us, um, and uh, we're thankful that He's allowed us to to share that with you uh, through this platform. And um, we're, we'll we'll dive into today in just a moment. But it, this, I tell you what, this these last couple weeks, uh, it feels like everything that could go wrong has has went wrong it's almost like feel like we got back from our trip and it's been like chaos in almost every aspect of our life it's it's uh, very very unusual but the you know they say where where there's great potential there's going to be great resistance right yes it's definitely um been a challenging season i think that we um probably well, we anticipated when we started Grace Together that that you know we would probably have some challenges because anytime you step out into a new thing that you are doing for the Lord, you will experience some challenges and some tribulation. Um, the Bible talks about that, and so I think that um, this um, episode of Grace Together is a timely episode. Um, the name of it is Times of Refreshment. And I think that we both feel like we could use some refreshment right now. It has been just an interesting season. Um, and I know that months ago when I sat down to write the outline for the season of Grace Together, I really didn't, um, you know, I didn't have a, a clear, um, view on what it was going to look like. I just sat down and read through the first couple of chapters of Acts and felt like the Holy Spirit just prompted me in the titles for each episode. And so, you know, I find it um, just the way that the Lord works that, you know, in the midst of this, you know, chaos that Damon was talking about, that we find ourselves doing an episode called Times of Refreshment. Yeah, so let's let's dive in uh, or back into uh, the book of Acts. Um, last week we we finished up the the very last part of Acts in in, in Acts um, chapter two verse forty six said every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So we're going to pick back up in Acts chapter 3 uh, as uh, Peter goes out and, uh, and you can tell the story. You just you just said something amazing. Well, so again, we're just paraphrasing what happens. So um, in the in the next chapter of Acts, they um, the disciples are going to um, it's called the beautiful gate gate. That's right. The beautiful gate. And there's a man there who is paralyzed, and every day he's just waiting to get money um, to support his life. And so um, the disciples come up to him, Peter comes up to him, mm. and 
he says, um, the man says, do you, you know, do you have any money for you? And Peter says, we don't have any money for you. Um, but what we do have is, um, Jesus Christ. We, we, you can repent and, and be healed today, essentially paraphrased again. And so what you see is, you know, a man that, that really had nothing. I mean, not even his legs. And he hears what Peter says and he follows what what Peter asks and repents and Peter says you're healed and he stands up and starts walking and leaping and praising God and so you really see an example of someone who um, needs refreshing in the first part of chapter three and then he experiences the refreshing. And so then we're going to kind of dig into what the Bible says as to why he experienced refreshing. Right. So in uh, verse 19, Acts chapter 3, um, Peter is, it says, this is his second sermon uh, since the uh, um, day of Pentecost. He says, so repent. And this is from the Amplified Version. I love how it's, how it states this, um, really kind of brings out the details. Uh, so repent or change your inner self, your old way of thinking regret and past sins, and return to God. Seek His purpose for your life, so that your sins may be wiped away, blotted out, completely erased, so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, restoring you like a cool wind on a hot day. I love that. And that He may send to you Jesus, the Christ, who has been appointed for you, whom heaven must keep until the time for the completion or restoration of all things about which God promised through the mouth of his holy prophets from ancient time. What I love about um, this passage is that first you get the visual with the man at the beautiful gate and, and you see, um, you see, you know, the story unfold and you, you see um, that restoration and that refreshment in his in his body, like we talked about in his life, not just his body, um, but in his life. But I also love that it goes, it goes so much deeper because if you, um, go back to the, um, the last couple of verses that Damon just read, um, it really is talking about the fact that we're, we are looking for Jesus to return and the restoration of all of the things which God promised um, through the mouth of his prophets and, and, you know, really from the, from the beginning of the fall, all of creation has been waiting for the conclusion of this story. Right. Mm -hmm. Expectantly waiting. Expectantly. And in fact, it goes on, well, not right there, but Romans chapter eight, verse 19 through 23 says, for all creation is waiting patiently and hopefully for that future day when God will resurrect his children. For on that day, thorns and thistles, sin, death, and decay, the things that overcame the world against its will at God's command will all disappear, and the world around us will share in the glorious freedom from sin which God's children enjoy." For we know that even the things of nature, like animals and plants, suffer in sickness and death as they await this great event. And even we Christians, although we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory, 
also groan to be released from the pain and suffering. We too wait anxiously for that day when God will give us our full rights as his children, including the new bodies he has promised us, bodies that will never be sick again and will never die. I mean, isn't that fantastic news? Isn't it? Doesn't that just bring hope and 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 joy um, uh, for for our lives and for our future um, as we wait uh, patiently uh, for that day to come? And I mean, the and the whole point of that is what you said earlier is that you know we we live in a fallen world, um, but Jesus said, "Take heart." For I have overcome the world, and so as we as we continue to put our focus and our thoughts and our our eyes on on Jesus, then He brings those times of refreshing uh, to us. And as we are refreshed, then that allows us and enables us to refresh others, right? And that's how the Holy Spirit works in us through God's Word uh, to be able to do that. And in Proverbs. Um, Proverbs eleven twenty five says, the one who blesses others or refreshes others is abundantly blessed. And, uh, and that's the whole po- point of, uh, hospitality is to, is to refresh others and to encourage others and to lift them up all the more as, as we see the day approaching. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. This is the message version, but I love how it says it in the message. It says, are you tired, worn out? burned out on religion. Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's just such a beautiful picture of um, what it really looks like to um, live in refreshment. Yes, I've always loved the way um, the message version reads in in that scripture. Um, especially, you know, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? And um, because that's really what religion is: is man's attempt at grace, right? It's man's attempt to force uh, good things. Uh, to happen. Um, but what, you know, what Jesus is, is saying is that, no, forget about religion. I want you to have relationship with me. And th- from that relationship, I will refresh you. I will, as, as he says, I will, won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Um, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Um, no more striving, uh, to, uh, to do good or, or to be, you know, perfect. Um, he makes us perfect through that relationship and there's nothing that we can do other than to just surrender to, um, to him and become more and more like him. Okay. So as we wrap up, um, here are some thoughts for you. If you're feeling, um, tired or discouraged or weary and you need refreshing in your life. First off, you have to remember that we live in a fallen world. And because we live in a fallen world, those are conditions that we're going to experience. And um, Jesus said that we need to take heart for he's overcome the world. And so even though 
those are conditions that we will experience. We can take heart because he's already covered us as we're walking through challenging situations or experiencing those troubles. And the whole earth is patiently waiting for the return and the day of the Lord. And I mean, if you follow prophecy at all, it, you know, it could be any time. And the, the sooner the better, as far as I'm concerned. So. Yeah, the news is pretty crazy right now, for sure. So, you know, whatever is going on, we just, um, we know that the earth is, is waiting the return of the Lord. Um, and, but I love this one. This is, you know, what we just hope that you take out of this is your relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us a foretaste of the future glory. And so with the Holy Spirit, we can live in a place really of refreshment where we, we know that, um, that the day will come where we will see Jesus face to face and there will not be any tears or any sadness. It will just be joy. We'll just, you know, those moments of joy, like the man, um, that was paralyzed and regained his ability to, or maybe he never had his ability to walk. Um, but who that was able to walk, you know, he walked and he leapt. And then he um, gave God praise. And that will be what our life will look like um, from an eternal perspective. We will be leaping and praising God. And as we talked about um, a few weeks ago, that the Holy Spirit was, was given to us as a guarantee um, of the promises of God. And I, am, I, for one, am very thankful for that. Okay, and then finally, when we repent of our sins and turn away from them, we are refreshed and our burdens are light. It's so important to keep that in the equation of refreshment. It requires something from us. It requires us to be willing to repent of our sins and to turn away from them, whatever whatever it might be. And, um, and then out of that, we experience the refreshment from the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, well, thank you for joining us today on Grace Together. We look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, please like and share us on social media, and and please please comment. Uh, we'd love to hear from you uh, about what you what you're going through in your life, and uh, if you need any prayer or what you think about the podcast. So we look forward to seeing you next week on the Grace Together podcast. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast.